Hey guys, welcome back to a Cozy Day podcast with your host, Cozy Gaming Tay. I'm Taylor. Hi guys, I hope you guys are doing well today. It's my birthday, in case I keep forgetting to say that on every single episode that premieres today. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very excited. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Um, today's episode is going to be all about cozy hobbies, which I know a lot of you are very excited about. Um, and me as well. I need some new cozy hobbies to enjoy. Um, so what I mean by cozy hobbies are just some hobbies that you can take part in on your own time and your alone time or with other people um, that will just help you to relax at the end of the day. Maybe you've had a hard day at work and or at school and, and you just need something cozy to do at the end of the day after you've finished up for the day. So this will be what that list is. So let's get on into it. I'm trying to do better about making these episodes quicker and not rambling on, but I think this one will be fine. So stay with me. <laughs> I hope you guys have gotten a cozy little drink and a snack and are all ready to go because we are going to get on into this list. So some cozy hobbies that you need to try. The first one on this list, I felt like I had to put it first because it's what I do, is cozy gaming. Cozy gaming is so relaxing. I'm not going to go all into it because I will talk for hours, but cozy gaming is so relaxing. You can pick any game. I have actually a um, uh, one of my first, my first episode on this podcast actually is cozy gaming recommendations. So I would definitely recommend checking that video or that podcast out, um, you know, before you, you know, come in my comments and are like, hey, recommendations? I mean, I'll still give you some, but <laughs> definitely check out that podcast first. Um, so yeah, I would definitely recommend Cozy Gaming. It really helps to just relax your brain at the end of the night. And I would definitely recommend games that have um, not super blue light because that can hurt your eyes and over time um, not allow you to get a full night's sleep and it can damage your circadian rhythm rhythm over time. Um, so I would definitely recommend lights or oh my gosh, I can't speak all I've been recording all day, so bear with me. But um I would definitely recommend games that, you know, are um more on the warmer temperature scale of lighting. Um so those would be games like um I'm trying to think of a good example. There is a new game coming out soon, Mail Time. I would definitely recommend that. Something very cottagecore, cozy. Something that is not as heavy on um, no um, shooter games, first-person shooter games. Um, definitely would not recommend playing like Call of Duty before bed. <laughs> like those type of games. I would definitely not say are cozy games. I would say cozy games would be something as like Animal Crossing, um, even Minecraft can be very cozy. Something that allows you to have a creative mode like in Minecraft where you don't have to necessarily be fighting things all the time or animals or whatever the character is in the game. Um, I would definitely say something that will relax your mind, something where you can turn your brain off and just enjoy the game. So I would definitely recommend games that involve like baking simulations, um, light simulations, like Sims, um, just things that are low energy, low vibration, and yeah, 
The second on this list, the second cozy hobby that you need to try are coloring books slash watercoloring and painting. I put those all in the same realm because they all involve your hands and coloring in some way. So coloring books are definitely my top fave. I have a few. I have one like main coloring book that I use, but I do enjoy even if you can't get a coloring book, I would say just go on Pinterest and you'd be surprised. Like if you go on Pinterest, there are a bunch of like aesthetic, um, cozy, if you just search up like cozy, um, coloring sheets, free download, like on Pinterest or something like that, or even on Google, a lot of things will pop up. You, there are so many aesthetic ones out there nowadays. I feel like back in the day, coloring books, you know, are just known to be for kids, but I feel like nowadays, at least from, you know, what my therapist has told me, um, she recommended them for me just for, you know, something to wind down with. It really is nice because with coloring books, you can kind of, I would recommend it for if you're having a high anxiety moment or even if you're just in a high stress time in your life, I would recommend doing coloring books because they really can relax you and they allow you to focus on just coloring inside the lines instead of focusing on whatever else craziness is going on in your life. So I would definitely recommend that. Um, and then watercoloring and painting. Watercoloring is my absolute favorite. I do it all the time. Um, I need to get more watercoloring paper for sure. Um, it's so relaxing. There are so many watercoloring pads out there you can purchase. And there, I have a few different, um, watercoloring, um, palettes of my own and paintbrushes, but you can get, um, them either from your local, like, crafting store like Joann's, Michael's, but you can also get them nowadays from like Target. Target has really great watercoloring paper and um, um, the palettes of paint and whatnot. And so yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Watercoloring is very relaxing. Sometimes when I watercolor, if I'm really wanting to paint a certain something and not just feel like I'm aimlessly painting, um, sometimes I'll watch a tutorial on YouTube and that'll be really relaxing just watching someone else paint and you can kind of do it with them. So I would definitely recommend that and the same goes for painting. And then reading is next on my list. Reading is so, so relaxing. I definitely have gotten back into reading. Um, if you guys don't know, I am going to be hosting a book club every Monday on this podcast. Our book for this, um, season of the podcast currently is a ballad of songbird of a ballad of songbirds and snakes um, by Suzanne Collins and I did that because the movie is actually the trailer was just released and the movie will be coming on Thanksgiving of 2023 so it's very exciting I already had the book prior to knowing the movie was gonna come out soon because I did want to read it before the movie comes out so if you guys would like to join in on that and read the book before the movie comes out and maybe you don't have the finances to be able to purchase the book for yourself right now. I know at a lot of places also it's just sold out everywhere because the trailer just came out and everyone's super hype and now privy to the movie is coming out soon so everyone's like we need to read the book before. Um, but if you don't have the financial ability to be able to purchase the book yourself to read along with me, um, just stay for the book club. I mean, I am going to be reading aloud two chapters at least, um, every Monday. Um, the episode will go out every Monday morning around 7 a.m. CT, but that could change. 
Um, it'll definitely be up before 10 a.m. CT every week, every Monday. So you can expect at least two chapters every week. So that should give us more than enough time before November um, to read the entire book together. So, um, and as the weeks go on, if I notice that the book is taking me a bit longer to read on the book club episodes, because I do need to make sure I enunciate my words and all that, and that can take a little bit longer. But, um, if you'd like to tune in for that, you are so welcome to, I'd love to have you here. Um, and it, it should be super relaxing. So like I was saying, if the, if, um, we notice that it's taking me a bit too long to, um, read through, we, we can add another chapter to our weekly routine. Um, so I'm very excited for that. So tune in tomorrow, tomorrow morning for the first day of our, um, book club. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. So definitely tune in. Even if you don't have the book yourself, you don't need to run out to the bookstore right now and grab one. I mean, you definitely can and read along with me but you don't need to absolutely not. I will be reading it along and I will make sure I enunciate my words for you guys so you really can get the full experience. It'll feel like an audiobook, which I'm hoping for. So, um, and I will be talking much slower because <laughs> I do tend to talk a little bit fast, but I will talk a little bit softer and slower. So I would definitely recommend watching it when you are in a, you don't have to watch it immediately when it comes out in the morning. I'm just doing it in the morning so that people have enough time, um, you know, before work to tune in or whatever they'd like to do whenever you have free time. So even if it's on your lunch break, I'd recommend tuning in and just if you need something relaxing to listen to. Um, so yeah, that'll be my little free auto audio book for you guys. Hopefully we don't get banned or anything. I don't think I would get in trouble for that, for like reading an entire book on a podcast. I actually need to look that up, <laughs> but we shall see. Hopefully not. But, um, yeah, so it should be super fun. And then the next one on this list is crocheting. Crocheting and knitting, they both go hand in hand, are super fun. I, My mom is definitely the knitting and crocheting pro, I would say. She actually knits or she crochets um, um, little blankets for our local animal shelter. Um, for the, it's like the blankets that um, like the kittens lay on and whatnot when they're pup, when they're little. Um so that's super sweet, and she does that as, like, a hobby. And so my mom is the cozy hobby queen. And so um, I'm trying to get more like her. I have not crocheted in a long, long time, but I'm trying to get back into it because it's so relaxing. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely a top one up there. And then the next one on this list is baking. Um, I really enjoy baking. I haven't gotten to do it much lately, but I really need to get back into it. Um, I even have, like, some cookie cutters that I haven't gotten to use yet. So I, I need to get back into that, but I love baking. Um, it's so relaxing for me, and I personally am a very much like follow recipe type girl. I know a lot of people will prefer to do it differently if you would like to, um, but I like to follow a recipe that I haven't tried before. I like trying new things in baking, you know, just kind of experimenting. I think what's fun about baking is that you don't have to be so serious about it, like you know, I like trying new things and improving as I go. And so if a dish doesn't turn out perfect, I mean, I'm still going to eat it and not waste food. But like, 
you know, if it doesn't turn out perfect, it's not a competition show. You know what I mean? You can improve your skills over time. So that's what's so relaxing about baking is that it, it's judgment-free, you know? And so I, I need to get back more into baking, but it's super relaxing. Would definitely recommend. And the last one on this list is puzzling. <laughs> I put it down as doing puzzles, but I, I said in my little notes, I said, um, quote, Winston from New Girl about to do some puzzling. Because if you know, you know, if you watch New Girl, um, that is one of my top favorite shows of all time. And Winston is known for puzzling, as he calls it. He, he loves a good puzzle. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely recommend doing a puzzle every now and then. Um, we have a puzzle table at our house, which is so funny. We have a table basically in our game room upstairs. And um, we keep a puzzle on there. But does it get done? Not often. And that is my fault. I am very picky when it comes to puzzles. Let me know if you actually have any cozy puzzle recommendations. I feel like I should be, be giving you the recommendation, but I actually don't know. I typically will go, if I'm like at a unique kind of store um, and find a puzzle there, I will get it. But for me, I don't typically like to get puzzles from like, you know, mass stores like Target and stuff because they typically are kind of boring. I don't know. Like I love getting unique puzzles that mean something to me. Like I love the holiday ones at Barnes and Noble that come out every year. Like there's usually like very cozy. I think last year there was like a vintage Christmas type puzzle at Barnes and Noble that I should have gotten but I didn't because we already had the puzzle that we still have and haven't done and I didn't want to get another one <laughs> but anyways I loved puzzle so fun I, I feel like I need to do it more often because I literally have a table for it but it's kind of intimidating when you already have a table with a puzzle sitting there and you're not doing it but um I just love I love a good puzzle I would definitely recommend I think Correct me if I'm wrong, or this isn't really a wrong statement, but it's more of an opinion. I think that 750 is the perfect number for puzzling. I really do. I think a 750-piece puzzle is the perfect size. I don't think anything above that is necessary. I feel like I've tried, like, the thousand ones, and literally I have not gotten one done ever. Like, I've never, I've never done it. I don't know. Like, I've tried 500, and then it feels like it was too easy. So I think 750 might be the one. I think that might be my preferred puzzle size. So let me know if you guys agree. But, yeah, those are our cozy hobbies that I culminated together for you guys. I hope you enjoyed. Um, and I will see you guys hopefully tomorrow for our book club. And I will definitely be looking into the rules and laws about reading a book for free to y'all. <laughs> so I hope you guys have a wonderfully cozy day.